holy laughter. God laughs. At least that's what the Bible says. And said it at least three times. Imagine that. The holy, wonderful laughter of God. Imagine the wondrous, unspeakable depths of joy and humor in our laughing Lord. But we might well ask, what does God find funny? What is the cause? What is it that causes his glorious and holy laughter? What would stir the Almighty to chuckle? It's the plans of the wicked. Thrice over in the Psalms, we're told that the Lord enthroned on high is humoured by the attempts of mere men to undermine his royal reign. They're like kids with a super soaker trying to conquer Spain, so says Shailin. It's like ants trying to move the moon. Incomprehensively stupid and worth mocking. David says of his enemies, but you, O Lord, laugh at them. You hold all the nations in derision. Psalm 55 verse 8. In another place, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. That's uh, Psalm 2 verses 2 and 4. And again, the wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. That's Psalm 37, verses 12 and 13. You see, the Lord knows the inevitability of his own designs coming to full fruition, including the justified downfall and judgment of the wicked. He has the inside scoop as the one who is unfolding history according to his own plan. He knows how silly it is to plot and scheme against God or his chosen people. It's laughable. And we can laugh right along with him. Let's join our joyful God in laughing at the idea that anyone or anything could undermine God Almighty. Can't laugh at the ridiculousness of such silly striving? Perhaps you need your humor recalibrated. It's, it's highbrow humor to be sure, but holy humor nonetheless. Now, we love our enemies, and we pray for those who persecute us, but we do not covet their plight, their position or destination. It's easy to look on the apparent fun and success of the wicked. Perhaps they look free and fine, and the sinful nature at war within us yearns for the so-called shackles of righteousness to be loosed from our spirits so that we may release ourselves over to the fettered desire of our deceitful heart. But... It's all a facade. The apparent freedom of the wicked is slavery. The smiles are fake or fleeting. The success they have is short and shallow. It's all a trap. Lady Folly looks the part and dang, she sounds good, but it's only lipstick on a pig, painting on tombs, and sweetness over cyanide. Refer to Proverbs 5 verses 1 to 6. The way of the wicked is sorrow and death. Why would we want that? God's people would do well to recover a true distaste for wickedness, to want nothing to do with it, to burn it down and cut it out. Many think it fine to live and let live on this front, and we often stream a parade of wickedness into our homes under the guise of harmless entertainment. 
person in their right mind could say that a steady diet of depravity will not cause spiritual malnutrition. What you sow into the soft soil of the mind will be what you reap in due time. Lady Wisdom is calling you. She is beckoning you to turn in to find true beauty, true freedom, true joy. Yet if you will not listen to that call, Lady Wisdom will not feel sorry for you. Instead, she will be ready to laugh at your downfall. Because I have called you and you refuse to listen, have stretched out my hand and no one has heeded. Because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. So says Lady Wisdom in Proverbs 1 verses 24 to 26. So heed the call. Take up the fear of the Lord and recalibrate your worldview. Develop a distaste for what God hates and a deep yearning for what God desires. Instead of entertaining wickedness, seek the joy and gladness of the Lord. Find fulfillment and satisfaction in the Lord's love for you. Because many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Psalm 32 verses 10 and 11. So find a joy and a trust in the Lord that laughs in the face of wickedness. Find a trust in the Lord that lets you join the excellent wife to laugh at the future. Proverbs 31.25 What is there to worry about? What is there to fear? Who will undermine your God? Who will separate us from the love of God? Should the whole world plot to overthrow Christ, the plan will come to nothing. His salvation is accomplished and death is defeated. Should your worst enemy try and take you out? What's the worst they can do? Destroy your body? Yeah, but only temporarily. And they'll have to answer to God for that. The world is opposed to God. And the world opposed to God is like a giant comedy. And you're in on the joke. You know how it's all going to turn out. Trust God. Enjoy some popcorn. Remember that Jesus already reigns from the right hand of the Father. Cheerfully watch as the Father makes his enemies a footstool for Jesus Christ. And ham it up with some holy laughter.